and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, the weekly podcast celebrating great music, independent record labels, and interesting sounds from around the world. Hosted by me, Gareth Main, and me, Anthony Jones. Ghana, Africa, you! Ghana, Africa, you! Ghana, Africa, you!
I, I won't repeat the me and Gareth trying to do the last sound of that song for here for the podcast. <laughs> Something along those lines. Sounds a bit like Chief Wiggum. <laughs> you heard um, the inimitable sounds of King Aisoba, uh, Africa Needs Africa, um, from his new record, which is coming out on Glitterbeat Records on March the 31st. And uh, he's also coming over for European and I think at least coming to London on March the 30th, possibly some more UK dates. And I, for one, I'm extremely excited to see that. It's going to be his first trip over here with the band. Done some solo shows, but that's with the band. Has he got a new record coming out as well, or is it already out? No, no, it's that one that I said, coming out on Glitterbeat Records on the 31st of March. I'm so I'm not, I'm, uh, not warmed up, obviously. <laughs> that's all right. We're only, we're only like a minute in. You get your eye in. Get, 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 get <laughs> settle in. Um, I'm going to kick off uh, with an artist from uh, Turkey called uh, D.R. Ilderam or Ilderim, something like along those lines. It's a release coming out from a record label called uh, Le Disco Bongo Joe, which is a Swiss... Le Disco l- Bongo Joe. Le Disque, like the... the I think... The uh, records. Yeah. The, the records of Bongo Joe. Yes, yeah, so which is a Swiss label. And actually, <laughs> this week I have two Swiss record labels. Oh, nice. Bizarrely. After our French one week before last, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's keeping it French language, right? Um, but yeah, it's a Deja Ilderim and a group uh, Shimshek. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So like I say, it's a young. It's, I said it says here, young singer, multi instrumentalist Deja Ilderim, and uh, a drummer called Greta Ecott, who is from a G Bop Orchestra and is part of um, Orchestra du Mont Plaisant, who released through Catapult Records over here. Uh, they've got a EP, a debut EP, coming out on the thirty first of March as well. Here's a track from it. It's called Three Two Two Three.
does. I absolutely love that. love that so much that I've bought a copy in the four minutes that it took to play the song. Yeah, it's uh, really cracking. It's uh, Deyar Yildirim and Group Shimshek. Uh, the track is called 3223. It's the second track on their debut EP, which is called Nem Coldy. No, it's nice that it's uh, sort of like a, a new, uh, a contemporary release in the old style, because you can see a lot of these labels sort of just doing reissues and stuff that maybe feel like a safer bet for a label. But it's nice to see, you know, people taking a punt on some, some new music. Yeah, really, really fun. Um, yeah, lots of uh, that sort of... It's not too dissimilar to that sort of 70s psych pop Turkish music that you find on some great compilations. I know Finders Keepers have done quite a lot of uh, good stuff around that. Yeah, that's the sort of thing it reminds me of. And I picked one up, uh, which was I was playing just before the podcast, and I've completely forgotten the name and the label that it came on, so I really shouldn't have referenced it. And now Ant's going digging in a new pile of records that I've got trying to find it. Another good link, I guess. Yeah, I know, mate. It's... Uh, yeah, it's the one at the bottom of that pile, underneath all the Habibi Funk and Tramp Disco that I've been buying at the same time. That's the one. Okay, it's beautiful gatefold. It's called Uzeli Psychedelic Anadulu. Yeah, it's a comp- from Uzeli Records, by the looks of it. Yeah, Uzeli is a was a 1970s cassette label in Turkey that produced a lot of that music, and it's just a really nice compilation of those sounds. Cool. I'm going to play you um new uh, first track from the new album from London, uh, a jazz uh, group, Collocuta. Um, I think we've played them on a podcast before, but it would have been a long, long while ago. Tamar, the band leader, also plays with Eminative, um, who we definitely played on the podcast before. This track's called A Disappearance. It's from the new album The Search, which is being released on On The Corner Records. Thank you. 
There we go. It's a new. It's a, I, I reckon it could be maybe debut album. Although it shows how little research I've actually done. It's the new album from Kolokuta. It's called The Search. Um, I've seen Tamar play in numerous other bands. You know what London jazz musicians are like? If you're good, you play in like a million bands. And that's that's how it is, you know. So she, you'll see her collaborating with all sorts of people. Um, played a lot with Sarathy Korwa, I do, uh, when I've seen him Exactly. Play. Played with Sarathy Korwa, played with Eminative, those sort of uh, sort of London Afro jazz dudes and ladies. Sort of, not familiar, sort of a bit of a sort of psychedelic side, you could say. Um, but yeah, no, I really like that. And that is out soon. Yeah, really, really pleasant. Uh, we're just saying, uh, whilst the track was on, that it was a largely inst- instrumental heavy podcast I think we've got prepared for you this week. Uh, don't think there's anything wrong with that whatsoever. Uh, but I've got something from a Japanese artist called Kichi Tanaka. Uh, he was part of a Japanese Afrobeat band called Kingdom Afro Rocks. Uh, they split up in 2014 after they'd had a couple of records and... He recorded his album at the same time, his debut solo album. He was recording it in 2014. He completed it 2015, then passed away, um, which is very sad. Uh, it doesn't say here how how he died, but, you know, a tra- tragic loss nonetheless, to obviously of no age to go. Uh, so this is essentially his first and only solo record. It's uh, coming out. It's come out uh, last week, in fact, on Mental Groove Records, which is, as I said before, another Swiss label. And it's really, really interesting uh, record. So it's an Afrobeat record out of Japan. It's got loads of Japanese artists on it, but also has a lot of African artists who are based in Japan playing on it as well, which means it brings quite a lot of African instrumentation. Uh, I'm going to just play the opening track from it. It's called Tenzin Song.
lovely tunes so far this week. An absolute banger. You say it as if it's some sort of surprise. <laughs> well, you know... Uh... <laughs> Lost for words. <laughs> he, yeah, well... It's, well, no, they're always a minimum of like a six to seven out of ten. But when the, when it's like everyone is an eight or a nine, then you're like, wow. Wait, it's our usual high standards, exactly. right? It's, uh, well, save, maybe. Um <laughs> Yeah, we were, ju- we were just saying uh, in there that because we did a special last week, we did the Raw Power uh, record, uh, record the Raw Power uh, special preview, that it meant that we missed one. So we've missed, there's been loads of great music coming out recently. So we are sort of cramming in two weeks worth of good stuff. Yeah, I think both of us one. could have fit in uh, double the tunes into one episode easily. Yeah, it just means that when we have a lull week, which happened from time to time, that we'll have enough to fill the gap so no one will know. Yeah, not even managed to fit in the new one by Forest Swords, you know, an artist who I absolutely revere. So come in next week. Maybe, unless there's loads of other good stuff. Um, but no, that was the sounds of uh, Kichi Tanaka. Uh, track was called Tenzin Song. It's taken from his album, one and only album, called Keta Ichna Hiki. Hika. That's not going to be pronounced correctly. But, you know, you can find that from all sorts of places. It's apparently, I haven't got a copy of the LP yet, but it's a double gatefold, hard cardboard sleeve. It's going to be some, it's an expensive, beautiful piece of work. I think Boomcat have it for about 30 quid. Ouch. Yeah, it's a pricey but having listened to the whole thing it's probably worth it yeah i thought that was really weird and really good like a sort of an interesting take on a sort of uh, afrobeat ensemble yeah it does have a uh, it does have a quote on the press release from a tony allen the great tony allen saying sounds like they went through one of my schools <laughs> so, yeah probably tony yeah if tony <laughs> allen says anything nice about your record if you're an afrobeat band you know you can you can feel pretty happy there, w- especially when the band leader's the drummer. He's smiling in his grave. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bet, I bet so. so yeah, so yeah, Anthony asked me uh, what Kichi Tanaka did, and yeah, he was he's a percussionist, uh, well, was a percussionist, and was the drummer in that Kingdom Af, Af Rocks, uh, which is a band I hadn't heard of before this record, so I might go and check their albums out as well. Nice, not to sort of keep a sort of slight, uh, sort of sad edge to the podcast so far. But um, for my next one, I've put together a compilation um, to raise money for, like, my night, Babi Yaga's Hat, as part of Corsica Studios. It's the club in London, and sort of, I'm sort of, yeah, sort of like associating sort of part of them as a company. And Amanda, the co-owner, she's unfortunately got a, like, a, she's very ill, and she's been getting some treatment in Germany to try to sort of um, recover things, and it's extremely expensive so i put together a compilation of 17 amazing tracks from all sorts of babi yaga's associated artists and friends um and uh, it went up on Bandcamp uh, yesterday yesterday yeah i think so and it's a babi and it features artists like shit and shine gum takes tooth casual nun uh, nooms tamaga uh, j glass dubs uh, other podcast favorites and many many more it's us up there for pay what you like I did just notice that there was a Gazelle Twin remix on there as well, the, the, which I haven't got to yet. Yeah, Gazelle Twin's on there too. Exactly. So all sorts of stuff. And that Jay Glass Dubs track there is an unreleased one as well that you won't find anywhere else. It's about, it's about a couple of live ones, four or five uh, completely brand new tunes you won't find anywhere else, and then some tracks from various albums. The one I want to play you here, because it's also a new release for this week, is the Russian band Nooms. I think we played them on the podcast before. They are Rocket Recordings band. Their new record, they were sort of like, were like quite shoegazy before their first album. And this one, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you to form your own opinion for it. But it's quite electronic and it's, it's definitely something quite different. This is the extended 12-inch version, so it's a long one and it's called Shack. Shack. 
after a song goes on for over 11 minutes there, you would have thought they could handle a little fade-out at the end or something. <laughs> Maybe they'd forgotten <laughs> what they were playing. Yeah, like, it's, just like, it's like, what's going on? Oh, just, just turn it off. Oh, shit, we're still recording. Maybe someone just turned off the recording and they're still playing now. <laughs> still, still going. It's, it's like Bashiga 70 all over again. I know, right? Bashiga 70, we um, saw them at Milioj de Festa and in Portugal, and I think they played for about 16 hours. I think they are still playing. <laughs> yeah, I think possibly still going. D- dismantling the stage around them. <laughs> so you heard the sounds of Nooms. Track's called Shack. That's the extended 12-inch version. And uh, that's for the compilation that we've put together for Amanda Moss on ababiyagashut.bandcamp.com. So we would uh, would love it if you could fancy going on there and giving it all a download. Um, it's pay what you like, but I mean, people have been giving you know, £10 and up, hopefully. And... Um, yeah. I, I would have thought 17 tracks, a pound a song, doesn't sound too much of a some, stretch. Some people have given that much and more, but I'd say there's been a few disgraceful people who've given like 50p or a pound. I mean, come on. I mean... No. No, sir. I'm, I feel like I've got all their email addresses. I'm just going to personally email each one of them, reprimanding them. It's not even going to be a stock email as well. I'm going to like re- individually reprimand them. That's gratitude for you. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, so... Uh, I'm a militant agnostic, as you know, uh, but there is a story in the Bible uh, that Jesus tells the disciples about uh, the rich man and the poor man who go into a church and or into the synagogue or whatever, the temple, who a rich man comes in and gives lo- a big bag of money. And then a poor man comes in and gives only like a couple of like coppers, a bit of shrapnel. Jesus turns to the disciples and says, who gave more? And the moral of the story is that the man who had nothing, who gave a little, like just whatever he could, gave more because that was all we had in the world. Whereas the rich man just gave this vast it, amount it meant of money. Nothing. Meant nothing. So, to him. so essentially, I need to inquire about the financial state of that person who gave fifty p. So I'll lead with like, hello, uh, hello, it's Anthony here from Babi Yagas. Thank you very much for the uh, one pound that you gave. I couldn't help but noticing that you're one of the smallest donors of them all. Can I just please inquire about your financial situation? How are you doing for money? I just want to check if I can bring the, the, the Bible parable to heart or if I need to speak harshly to you. Can you uh, submit three months of bank statements <laughs> and your P60? And, uh, and then I will, I will see what's the next best way to proceed. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. I'm glad we, I'm glad we got there. That, that, that'll be my plan for next week. Yeah, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure every little helps is probably the <laughs> moniker for uh, fundraising. But if you can afford to give more, please do. Uh, if not, then and don't. If you don't, want, <laughs> if you don't want an email from me, give more than five pounds. <laughs> yeah, I imagine if someone downloaded it for free, they'd probably be deserving of that email, yeah. but, which you can also do, but don't. Uh, we uh, we were sort of semi-joking during that track that we've got a bit of a morbid theme this week's podcast. So the last track I played uh, by Kichi Tanaka, uh, who has since left us. Uh, then we have a, comp- a fundraising compilation for someone who is seriously ill. And now I've got a track by an artist uh, called Children of Alice. Uh, Children of Alice is a project of James Cargill and Rog Stevens, a broadcast alongside uh, Julian House, who is makes music as the focus group and is a co-founder of Ghostbox Records, what a favourite of mine for sure. Um, the name of the band, though, is a tribute to Trish Keenan. Uh, she was the singer of Broadcast, and apparently Alice in Wonderland was like a major inspiration of hers. So that's where the Children of Alice moniker comes from. And yeah, so they've released, they've been releasing like tracks here and there um, 
for over the last three or four years. Did that one tape on Finders Keepers Records? Yeah, and they've got a... Um, but they've released their first record proper on Warp. It's out now, it's self-titled. This track is called Right of the Maypole, An Unruly Procession. <laughs>
So the sounds of Children of Alice. Uh, great, great stuff. Uh, right at the Maypole, an unruly procession is the name of the track. It's uh, their album on Warp now. I mean, it's four tracks long, but the first track is 20 minutes long. Overall, it's a 40-minute uh, record, so I would call that an album. That's definitely that's definitely a long Al- Album length, four tracks. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, very, we were just sort of uh, debating, we were talking about our different uh, sort of journeys into broadcaster, if you'd call it that. So I am a big fan of uh, their later work. That's when I started learning about them, which they did the soundtrack to Barbarian Sound Studio. And they did one with, was it with the focus group? The uh, the They did an album together, broadcasting the focus group. Yes, for they, uh, that amazing, amazing one. That was also on Warp that came out. That just sprung to mind out of nowhere. Um and that sort of sound is very similar to that record. Not a surprise that, given that Children of Alice is a collaboration between members of Broadcast and the Focus Group. And I was thinking more of the broadcast that I've listened to is more of their sort of sort of classic quote unquote albums, you know, Tender Buttons, and uh, sort of great weird sort of shoegazy psychedelic pop. Yeah, I, I saw them when I lived in Birmingham. I saw them at the Birmingham Town Hall once, and it was absolutely cracking. Really nice venue as well for a gig. Not sure how many gigs actually go on there, but um, yeah, they were fantastic. And yeah, it's a really, really good album. Very similar to a lot of that Ghostbox stuff. So if you're into that, Ghostbox Records is definitely worth checking out because they release loads of stuff that sounds similar to that. Uh, always reminds me, well, that track anyway reminds me of um, like the Wicker Man soundtrack as well which although is a folk soundtrack it has lots of weird sort of elements to it that you know are apparent in that song as well nice well really good to see james uh back to doing music because of i know that after trish died he was just like he wasn't he wasn't really finding himself in the sort of position where he wanted to make any music for many for several years now it must be five years ago right more even uh, yeah uh, yeah po- Could possibly be more. seven years ago so next one from me is i'm um, an artist called glock don't really know anything about him or her, and I've done absolutely no research otherwise. So in the four minutes while this is on, I'm going to get my get my facts straight. Got to start doing some work. <laughs> no, um, there's a lady called Debbie who me and Gareth are friends with and we've been going for some beers with recently, and she'd been working with this artist, and she was like, you want to play this on the podcast? I listened to one song, and I was like, yeah, I'm not really sure about, I'm not really sure about that. And then she sent me this one, and I was like, oh, yeah, actually, I really like this track. And it's called uh, Projected Sounds.
yeah, I did. I did check it. Um, there we go. It's really, really great track, eh? That's Glock. Um, track's called Projected Sounds. How's your research gone? Reasonable. It says here, Glock. Glock. I realised I got the name wrong. Glock is a North London solar instrumental electronic artist working primarily with analog equipment. Influenced by eighties New York electronic scene, Arthur Russell, Mister Fingers, Chicago House, seventies German krautrock champions like Noi and Kraftwerk. And I think you can hear that. With that's quite a krautrocky one. Another one that I listened to that I wasn't quite so keen on was a bit more of a housey track. But I thought that was a great slice of uh, electronic krautrock. Yeah, very good, very nice. Um, I've got one uh, from a Chicago, Illinois label called International Anthem, which is a pretty awful uh, record label name, but you know. It's normally me saying that things have terrible names. I'm glad to share to share the share the, share the burden, share the hate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they've uh, released a really interesting seven inch from an artist uh, called Bottle Tree. Um, they are. It says here it's a new collab- collaboration from uh, Southside Chicago. Uh, singer A.M. Fission and a uh, cornetist called Ben Lama Gay. Uh, it's those two and a chap called Tom- Tommaso Moretti. Um, and they, they've come up with this really interesting sounding sort of uh, jazzy to a degree record. Anyway, um, see what you think of it. This is called Open Secret. Pretty limbo is a trivia 
the ending or if that's kicking into the next track on the album um, which is meant to be coming later on this year um, but that's tracks called open secrets by a band called uh, bottle tree they uh, yeah really really interesting really odd uh, percussion on that it's sort of it's almost like two tracks sort of over the top of each other as opposed to one yeah rhythmically odd that's for sure yeah, so really, really interesting. I don't know any of the chaps in there, so A.M. Frigian, Ben Lama, Gay, or Tommaso Moretti. Uh, not sure, not aware of any of them or that record label, but I will be investigating a bit more. Similar, It sounds similar to like sort of the stuff you might find on Brownswood Records here in the UK and those sorts of labels. Um, because of we did the Raw Power special uh, last week and just generally how it the how the sort of prep for these have fallen, I put together these songs together weeks ago and. I just absolutely no idea who this band is, but I put them on the list that I want to play them. They're from Tunisia, and their name is, is Barju08. Um, Have I, you listened to it since you put it on that list? No, or is it, no, is no, it no, 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 no. I listened to it at the time. I was like, oh, man, that sounds great. And I put it on my sort of to play list on the podcast, and I haven't listened to it since. And I don't remember who recommended it, where I saw it. But it is actually being released on Glitterbeat recordings. So that will be the second track from Glitterbeat played by me on this week's podcast after King A.A. Sober. Maybe they've been uh, subconsciously pl- putting these songs in your head. Maybe. Maybe. It, 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 it is an idea. Technique. Um, it's just saying, so this, uh, so Baju is a region of Tunisia. And it's the, it's the, the, the band leader, a guy called Nidal Yanioyi. And uh, yeah, it's a mix of uh, Berber and Arabic um, dialects and sort of local music put in a modern context. So uh, you're, I have no idea what this is going to sound like, so I'm really, really excited because apparently I like the sound of it enough to choose it for this podcast. So that's good, good news. Excellent. Right. 
African folk rock groover there by Baju 08. Yeah, your uh, two-week-old self uh, had good music taste. <laughs> had a good taste, good taste in music. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, so whoever recommended that to me or wherever I saw it or whatever, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got yeah I've got absolutely no idea. It could be that I was, um, after looking at King Ayu Sober, I was looking at Glitter Beats. Maybe website, more your I'm YouTube not... holes. Yeah. But I could be, could be that. Yeah, I've got absolutely no idea. And um, we just got that off Bandcamp there, which is uh, baju08.bandcamp.com. Or if you go on a Glitterbeat uh, Records site, then you can get some more of that. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for listening as always. If you're a regular listener, if you're a first-time listener, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or Acast or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can also listen to us on Mixcloud. You can go to independentmusicpodcast.net and find every single episode, every single artist, every single record label that we've uh, covered on this show over the years. Loads and loads of them, uh, 130 other podcast episodes to listen to. Uh, if you want to submit music, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast is where the best place to do that. Yeah, and one of us always listens to it. I went through all the submissions just a couple of days ago. Nothing quite got there to get on the podcast, I don't think, but really appreciated everyone that got in touch. And uh, we do you know, play submissions fairly regularly. It was everything around the six or seven. It wasn't quite up to the eight standard <laughs> you were calling this podcast four or five perhaps oh, okay so t- this week solid not that i would ever grade music in that regard uh, this week a solid eight out of ten podcast <laughs> we think um, but i'm gonna finish with a group from london gareth Catter just decided to have a go at his tea so it's actually uh, not my tea so it's all <laughs> right uh, but i'm gonna finish with a band from london called a a ketty ray uh, they're a, it says here, an acoustic dub jazz group. I mean, that does sound awful. Terrible. But, but uh, <laughs> trust me, it's not. They're releasing a 12-inch called Mirror on Stepper's Records. Stepper's Records is the label of Alpha Stepper. Stepper. And, yeah, they've. Uh, this is their first release ever. They've got a... Full, they've got a debut album called From Ever Since that's meant to be coming out on Fire Records, as in F-I-R, uh, the Fire Collective, so Jazz Collective here in London, uh, coming out later this year. But yeah, so this is Aketi Ray, the track's called Mirror, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Bye! <laughs>